welcome to Just Dads Reading Books, a podcast about judging your kids for what they read. This is produced by Matt Martins and EJ Sanders. Music by Russian Baths. Hello there. Welcome. Hello. Hi. Howdy. Hi. Welcome to Just As Reading Books. I'm here with my friend EJ. Hola. <laughs> you here my with me, EJ. <laughs> Mayama. <laughs> Mayamo. Mayamo EJ. Uh, and yeah, hello. I'm here with uh, mi amigo Matt. Hello, hello, hello. We are trying our best Spanish today because yes. we are here to talk about Juji Morales, uh, the author and illustrator of a bunch of wonderful picture books who mm-hmm. is noted as going on record saying picture books teach us words and it doesn't matter if we say them incorrectly. She, she uh, famously immigrated to the u.s with her uh after meeting her american husband lived in san francisco and started going to libraries with her very Mm -hmm. very young son and taught herself and her son english off of the picture books uh and and specifically i guess is on record saying morella's learned english by reading to her son kelly who did not care if she pronounced (laughs) if she mispronounced some words (laughs) and she could always see the illustrations and show something she did not know uh so yeah this is I'll relate to that exactly uh but but today is specifically about books that uh kind of eschew language that i i would say mm-hmm. all of these have the vibe of i mean half of them are like not even hardly about anything too static uh that uh, i'm thinking specifically of we read bright star and we mm-hmm. read dreamers oh, that was and both those of those are sort deepest. of those are those are high concept just like yeah. this is about life and this is about being and we're sort of following some right. events but mostly this is about love and all of that uh, uh, mm-hmm. and all of these things that language cannot um stifle <laughs> the feelings yes. that go beyond language transcends uh, transcends yeah. language and then outside of that are her other books that we read which include uh, Viva Frida about Frida Kahlo. And then we read mm-hmm. the two books, Just In Case and Just a Minute, which are essentially alphabet and counting books, uh, but both yeah. of which are also very invested. All three of those invested in bouncing back and forth between Spanish and English and being for everybody. And I think the biggest thing I noted when we started trying to find Juji Morales's books was when searching for them at our local libraries. There's a lot of them that are uh, written in Spanish, like in the foreign language section about these libraries. Like she makes very uh, mm-hmm. important work of making sure all of her books are published uh, in both languages or in, yes. in Viva Frida's case, that one uh, is just literally written in both languages in both as language, you read yeah. it. They are just the, the text is right there next to each other. You can read it in either one, no matter what, which, uh, you know, maybe that's a an efficiency she discovered later on that one's 2014 so later in her career she's like you know what actually i can just make my books have both languages in them the whole time no matter what and it's totally chill <laughs> first off i want to say that juji is just such a romantic I, yeah i love kind of her whole vibe you mm-hmm. can tell she seems like a very down-to-earth sort of person and yeah. it really comes through in her writing um yeah. now i will say uh if you look chronologically at these books I, I do believe that they get a little more abstract as we go oh for sure 
Yeah. Uh, you know, just a minute. It's very kind of on the nose, just in case on the nose. Nino, a little on the nose, but we love Nino. A little goofy. We'll talk about yeah. Nino. Yeah, that's the only and one we've Viva skipped Frida, over. <laughs> yeah, Viva Frida's a little bit of a foray into the, you know, kind of the imagination. Yeah. And then Dreamers and Bright Star really kind of reach. Absolutely. Yeah. For the for the fences. Well, let's kind of go in that order through them then and 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 talk through them. Uh Just a Minute from 2003 mm-hmm. is literally just a counting book, uh but it is about a grandmother who if you are catching on is dying and is being visited yeah. by uh, a sort of grim reaper character. A skeleton has shown up to take her away. But uh, she keeps saying, just a minute, hang on, I have one more thing to tend to. Hang on, oh, just, just, just a minute. I'm, I'm making one of these things. I'm making two of these things. But it's also right. obviously uh, presenting each of them in uno, dos, tres. Uno, dos, tres uh, we're yeah. going through all that. We're learning both English and Spanish counting as we go. Beyond that, it is, I mean, it's it's a book about counting. You've seen children's books that do this. I wouldn't say it's doing anything especially heady. Although it does feel, um, as a person who grew up, uh, like just in a in a in a white family in Bentonville, Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I am always <laughs> no, I'm always um, I have to adjust my brain for people who are like comfortable with death as a subject matter. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm in the middle of playing a video game right now that is also very just like, yeah, man, death happens. Whatever, dude, forget it. it's fine. You know, like this is just how yeah. it goes. It's not a big deal. Uh, you don't need to be afraid of that all the time. It's kind of beautiful, actually. And yeah. um, just a minute. And we'll talk about just in case as well. Both of those very much are like that. I mean, the whole idea is like grandma's going to go away here in a bit, actually. <laughs> and then at the end of the book, you find out, oh, it's actually grandma's birthday, which is even kind of even more like, oh, it's morbid. We're yeah. taking her away on her birthday. Day, but then hey everything's nice because we decide not to because she's so great because she invited death to her birthday party death gets to right, hang out inviting and death in <laughs> you know what maybe i'm wrong maybe i'm wrong about how on the nose these are because that feels a little that feels a little abstract in itself doesn't it a little bit um yeah no i think uh what really stands out in this and all of her books obviously is she is just a multi-time winner of the pure bell prey yeah. medal yeah uh for illustration and like that's everything she's deal. ever touched <laughs> it's yeah. one yeah. award every, basically every <laughs> everything the light touches is a pure bell prey winner <laughs> uh yeah no she's yeah she's incredible she's an incredible illustrator and mm-hmm. i think that it really communicates the message uh, across all of her books yeah. so um an- another thing about Juji Morales's books is they remind me a lot of like Sophie Blackall's oh, sure. t- type of writing. Yeah. Um, you know, she's very much a, a lot like Sophie Blackall where uh, she writes a book and then she kind of explains the book. Yeah, right, right. She's <laughs> an I educator love, well, at the same right. time and everything. Yeah. Um, just in case uh, is a, a a literal sequel to Just a mm-hmm. Minute, and it's more or less a similar concept where it's the next year, grandma, yep. it's grandma's birthday again, and Death is so excited to go to to, <laughs> to grandma's birthday, and uh, he's trying to bring her presents, and a yep. ghost visits him, and the ghost is trying to help him pick out books, and it's you know it's kind of. It's kind of uh, repetitive because we go through the entire mm-hmm. Spanish alphabet and pick out stuff. But hey, what alphabet book isn't repetitive? I've been re- reading the Icky Bug alphabet book every single night for like six months. So you know what? A little bit of repetition. Uh, it happens, bud. But uh, this one, you go through the alphabet and then at the end you learn the ghost is grandma's husband it's grandpa and grandpa gets to come to the birthday grandpa is the the letter z present that 
death gets to bring and it's adorable i like the art in this one even more it just goes all over the place there's a lot more going on in it i mean we're drawing lots and lots and lots of objects but uh, i think this is i think after just a minute i was like yeah okay what am i like these why are we, why did we pick this author why is this an award winner right these are just like counting books but uh, i feel like i took in the art a lot more in just in case than i than i had in just a minute it's a lot of mixed media stuff going on it's a lot of like it feels like things are getting cut out and then pasted Always. together and and like she incorporates like yarn work mm -hmm. into uh so into her stuff i read a little bit about this actually she like takes pictures of like places around her house right and then she like incorporates those as well. So she'll just like take the pi a picture of like the floor. Yeah. The, her art style is, I mean, wholly unique, right? right. Like, I mean, I don't know, at least in the no, children's definitely. book scene. Like, yeah, uh, I mean, in, that's definitely why she's winning all these awards is if anything, she is like an artist first. One of one. Yeah. And, and her, her stories, uh, these early ones, it makes a special, uh, you know, this this becomes especially evident where it's like the art is what's carrying it because the story is just like it's a counting book it's an alphabet book yeah. whatever yeah, yeah. but like the art is like so unique for it and i'm gonna skip nino in 2013 and come back to it but viva frida is especially unique because viva frida is a story of frida Kahlo that she wrote and illustrated but it's actually primarily mm -hmm. photography there's a frida doll yeah. that we're like positioning in different dioramas basically well, and, wait did you notice the transition oh well, yeah, yeah and there's a certain point okay. where like <laughs> about halfway sure. through <laughs> illustrations also start to get incorporated mm -hmm. slash take over and it's like yeah. a whole sort of journey that the entire book goes on and it's like really beautiful and feels um uh, the the book is very much like in sort of admiration of Frida Kahlo, yes. and it feels like that even in the art, in the mentality of just like make it how you it's want, do what you want. It's a, the whole thing is just such a a diehard tribute to to Frida Kahlo for sure. Yeah, it's it's de yeah, it's definitely a tribute. I want I want to go back to what you were saying about like the alphabet book though, and and some of the things you were saying about just a minute and just in case. Yeah, I, I think that you're right that it is kind of a basic book, but there are some there's some words in these books. Oh yeah, like, sure. <laughs> there are some like there's some like you there's some expensive words. Like I don't think you could buy I don't think you could buy a vowel in some of these. Uh -huh. So it's not like you know, I I you know, we talk about it all the time. I know we go back to it, but these picture books I, I think picture books do a better job of not talking down to children uh -huh. than, than, than chapter books. Yeah, than chapter books. Absolutely. Yeah. In a lot of ways, right? Yeah. Like they and I think that she does an, an excellent job. She's just like, nope, here's a word. Good right. luck. Yeah, yeah. I hope you it's not like Lemony Snicket where Lemony Snicket's like, Well, here's a word. Yeah. And now I'm going to use this word a lot and explain it to you every time I use it because it could have multiple yeah. meetings. Yeah, no, no, no. Juji's like, nope, here's the word. Figure it Figure out. Figure it out. Figure out what I mean. <laughs> Figure out what I mean. There's a couple of them that are like nebulously like yeah. interpretive what she even like. Why would this be a right. present? It's like, I don't know. Just because like, because isn't that beautiful? If that were, I'm giving you a mustache. Here's a mustache <laughs> yeah. for your birthday. Yeah. Uh, why yeah. not? <laughs> yeah. But back to Viva Frida. Uh, it's this book. Yeah. This book really takes the illustration up another level yeah. because there isn't like a lot to read in this book. Right. The reading in this book is very short, but it's very powerful. Yeah. And it's just like, it's basically like two sentences across 30 pages or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And, and you're just kind of forced to, 
just look at the beautiful photography mm-hmm. slash, like you said, the illustrations that just kind of meld in. Like it, it's really, really great the way that she does it where yeah. it just like halfway through the book, like Matt was saying, it just melds into this, like these beautiful uh, paintings, I guess yeah. is what they are. Right. And then, and then like it melds right back into like the, um, to the puppetry. Um, but it's so seamless. Like I actually had to go back and see, I was like, wait, wait, wait. I thought this was stop yeah. motion. Like <laughs> that was, that was, stop <laughs> motion. Yeah. it does. It yeah. feels like an animated right. film at a certain point. Right. I, I'm so interested in seeing more photographed children's books. That's such a fascinating concept to me now that, that it's surprising you don't books, see more of it. Right? Yeah. The I spy books are like a, a, a huge example of that, but like, actually telling a story too would be right. it's such a cool um idea and I, I i agree with you too i mean it's like like you said it's like two sentences like this book is like two sentences long basically but it's this is where you really start to feel juicy's like whole sort of vibe which is yes. a, a kind of in line with you know a, a sort of poetry more than anything where what she's saying She's not telling you a story. She's giving you something to interpret. She she just wants yeah. to sort of take you on a. She wants to leave things vague enough that you sort of have to think about what it is she's saying about her subject matter. And it's more isolated in this because we know we're talking about Frida Kahlo. It's not that hard of a stretch to like come up with what we're interpreting. But right. as we go on from books after this, it gets a lot more uh, in that vein of just like we're just talking ethereally we're talking about she's life and existence and love and art all at once I think she's just a celebrator right yeah. like she just wants to celebrate with you things that she loves yeah. right? right i think one of the things that really comes across in judy morales's stuff which doesn't really come across like i know i compared her to sophie blackall but probably compares more to like Yulia Alvarez. Yeah. Um, just very much more like personal yeah. stories, personal right. anecdotes, right? When we read Alvarez's uh, The Woman I Kept to Myself, yep. you know, if you go back and listen to that episode, it is, that book is deeply, deeply personal. Right. And you can feel that with Juji's stuff as well. Definitely. This stuff is deeply personal yeah. to Juji. And, and um, uh, yeah, I think that it finally, I think, culminates to probably my well my second favorite we're gonna we're we're saving nino for last well we will come all of this has a narrative thread and then nino stands alone on a mountain mountain looking down (laughs) upon look look on my work see mighty in despair yeah yeah but yeah let's talk about dreamers which was her next one uh published in 2018 uh dreamers is about also known known as soñadores uh Mm -hmm. it is about her dreamers emigrating to america it yeah. is about her actual story of coming across uh from ciudad juarez uh into el paso and then up to yep. san francisco and making a, a new life and especially her first visiting libraries where she learned to speak english with her son and this is her tribute to her baby son who's not a baby anymore but like you know that this is this is her this is just love on the page and i mean sometimes literally like sometimes she's just like in it is just saying i love you you are my love you are love everything i know of you is just love like the whole book is just that it's i can barely tell you it's about anything because it's just about how much she loves her son (laughs) agreed agreed that 
Do you know the first two words she says when she enters the library uh-uh. on on the page? Do you remember? No. Suspicious, improbable. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love yeah. that. What like uh, what interesting word choice? It could have yeah. been wondrous, you know, right. and, and and epic or like you know large. Yeah. And, and, and no, mysterious, the, the library is suspicious. but suspicious <laughs> and improbable. Like, Yes. Yes. Unbelievable. Surprising. Those are words that she uses. Yeah. Unimaginable. And it just culminates to this this beautiful moment where she's sitting there basically with her baby boy and she's like, this is where I live now. Yeah. Right. Like, I live here. This is where um, we will make our own language. We will make we will just make sense of the world together uh, in whatever way we can. It's such a beautiful book. Uh, when I was checking it out from the library, I had it and the the wonderful uh children's librarians there that uh one of them just left if you're listening to this miss alex we miss you we miss you so much uh miss you miss alex i never met you but i miss you (laughs) anyways uh they both said this book made them cry uh and that they love juju morales so much um yeah so this one's just a beautiful thing like it's it's funny because i i was given one before I even read it. I was told this one made me cry. So I brought it home with Nino wrestles the world. And I yep. said, Molly, let's go read this book. It's going to make daddy cry. And then <laughs> that's all Molly knows about that book now is she Aww. hands it to me and she's like, daddy cry, cry, daddy, <laughs> daddy cry for me, <laughs> cry for me. You're a big, you're a big baby. You cry. <laughs> Think you feel dad uh-huh. about that. Huh? So I we, don't, yeah, I don't yet. So <laughs> I only get mad at other things. We have Nino, the underwear book and the book that makes daddy cry dreamers. <laughs> <laughs> well, dreamers uh, is also great because it's also a tribute to all of the literature that got her into writing. Yes. Um, but throughout the book, there's um, paintings of the books right. that she enjoys. And there's a work cited at the end of the book that is all of the books that she had depicted in this book. So we have a wonderful new reading list. Yes. (laughs) And and upcoming episode will be (laughs) the books recommended by (laughs) Juju Morales. (laughs) Yeah. There's no way we can get all to all of these, but we're definitely (laughs) going to be picking some off of this list, especially folks that where there's multiple time people on here, John Birmingham, never heard heard of him. Uh, Donald Cruz, people like that. So uh, very excited. Gary Soto, um, so yeah, I'm excited to take, uh, suggestions from yeah. Mr. G Morales. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, and then the, the, the most recent release of hers mm-hmm. is bright star. Uh, yeah. bright star Lucero. is continuing on this trend. The most nebula. It's really barely about anything. I mean, you're following mm-hmm. a little deer, uh, who's like been born and is learning, what the world is basically and it's it's uh it's parent deer is walking it through the wilderness and uh you're sort of doing that for a while just like yeah that you you are a bright star my that my child you are this beautiful thing uh but then also the book takes a turn at a certain point and is also yep. about uh immigration and how the border walls are horrible uh yes. and it's it's such a beautiful uh way to send a dark message which is like you're kind of going through this book for a while and you're like yeah this natural beautiful thing and there's the cactus and there's the sand and there's the desert and there's this deer and there's other animals over there and this is just nature and then the book itself feels like it gets stopped in its traces by surprise of just this like 
man-made division, right? Like, which is sort of the idea, right? Like this, this borderline between America and Mexico, the only reason deciding it's a border is because some governments like decided that or whatever. But this book translates that that feeling of just like what is this thing doing I'm, this is it's got the energy of i'm walking here like i'm just yeah what yeah. are you why did why, why do we need this thing in the way of just yeah. nature Ri- where we, we rich we, men decided long ago that they would draw <laughs> lines in the sand and right. call it theirs right yeah. so this is this is kind of what this book is about and right. like like matt's saying it's it's about this is the most abstract yeah. i would say um because like matt's saying it you are kind of brought into this world of nature mm-hmm. um it's about natural things interacting with unnatural things right right and that's kind of the point that the book makes at the end i do want to read one paragraph at the end of this book mm-hmm. uh that she had written um it, and it's this long section where she talks about all these reasons why she made this book i made this book because of the borderlands fences and walls have been constructed to stop people from crossing into the United States. 100-year-old saguaros have been bulldozed. Paths animals regularly travel have been blocked by impenetrable barriers. These animals include Mexican gray wolves, pronghorn antelope, desert tortoises, uh, quino checker spot butterflies, bighorn sheep, pygmy owls, desert pupfish, ocelots, American bison, jaguars, and many more. Um, And then she goes on to say, I made this book because I want you to know that no matter where you are, where you've come from or where you're going, you should always be honored, respected, cared for and Mm -hmm. loved. Boy, howdy. Uh, This one also (laughs) had the most notable sort of like infusion of various mediums to it. And I think she talked about it in some of it, too, like the, the all of the different things she incorporated into the artwork that sort of help that compelling narrative get like accelerated is like there's stuff that like she in in that in the back of that book she like makes mention of like i used this thing uh from Mm -hmm. my past that i didn't think i would even you know have or use like some yarn i got from a friend in this context or whatever i decided to incorporate into this 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 whole book is a work of art that is meant to convey to you Love is the only thing that matters. Like I, I love you, and don't worry about all the, you know, the, 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 the things we let ourselves put in the way of each other are, are just that, are just things getting in the way of all of us being uh, beautiful people with each other. Which yeah. brings us to the most beautiful book of all, the most wonderful one uh, for me, at least. Nino wrestles the world. Nino. This is, I'm buying this book. I, I got this one from the library. This is a 10 out this of 10. Is, uh, this has got real smash and crash energy to it. Yeah, uh, smash. <laughs> Nino wrestles the world is about Nino, who is a luchadore and uh, wrestling zombies and giant uh, stone heads and... Uh, the devil itself and it's just the it's, devil yeah <laughs> I about the devil. it's just right. a page turner of like y- you can't help but read this book in a sort of character voice of a luchadore 
announcer. Like, like one of the first lines in it is just, Senoras y senores, welcome. <laughs> it is Nino. And, like, you just get in this mood, and it's so fun. And Molly thought it was hilarious. It was, like, a treasure to read with her. Again, she kept calling it underwear book because uh, Nino was on the cover. He's wearing a luchador yeah, mask, and he's just yeah. got his whitey tighties on, and it's hilarious. Yeah. And Nino's wrestling all of these mystical creatures and defeating them with ease because he is the greatest wrestler in the world until he comes across his twin sisters who wake up from their nap and the only way he can defeat them is through joining them and creating what are they called at the end uh tres hermanos uh yes uh (laughs) let me let me get it i got it right here los tres hermanos now accepting all comers (laughs) let's go this book rules this book is a comic book essentially um there's a bunch of uh there's a bunch of onomatopoeias throughout the book, like Splock and Znee and Blagoon, you know, like just What was crazy. the one we were shouting at each other uh, earlier? Yeah, the one that we loved Pachatas. earlier. Hold on, let me find this. Yeah, Pachatas. <laughs> I freaking love it, dude. There's this, uh, the, I love there's these little bios of all yeah, the, yeah. All the uh, creatures that he's going to be facing throughout his day, like uh, uh, La Momia de Guanajuato. <laughs> Uh, or Cabeza Omeka, you know, like there's, and they have these little bios, like it's like birth name and Lucha style likes to bite. (laughs) One's a zombie likes to bite. Uh, one's the devil likes fire, Uh you know, right. Very, very, just very fun. Just a very fun book. It's very refreshing. And the art style is a little bit different. It's different. It's a whole different side of Juji Morales here, basically. And it's funny though because it's still tied to everything else. You know that Nino is her son Kelly. Like it's it's just yeah. obviously her children, and she saw yeah. them wrestling one day in the living room and was like, <laughs> "That's my next book. Just gonna go ahead and do that real quick. That sounds awesome." But it's like I feel like this is actually the first one I read, and it painted every other book in a new light for me, which is like, yes. she's she's an artist and she's serious, but is she, or does she just love yeah. all this stuff and she's, she's having fun. fun with it? And even when she's like very sentimental, it's right. from the same energy that Nino wrestles the world is coming yep. from, which is just like, all of this is wonderful and magical and hilarious and, and sometimes sad and serious, but like all of it, is the stuff of life and you you said it right at the very top of this episode EJ she is such a romantic and it's just yes. so fun to live in her worlds yeah she creates worlds that make me want to live in them yeah. i think is the other thing right like not just that her worlds are are necessarily fun um, right. but overall like you 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 feel the idealism you feel the love and the passion that she has for basically everything around her, mm-hmm. um, through through her illustrations, especially, and Nino is 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 beautifully illustrated. It did also win a Pure Bell Prey. No surprise, the right. godmother of Pure Bell Prey <laughs> medals for <laughs> illustrators, uh, just continuing to win them because yeah. uh, honestly, like her style suits it. I mean, she's yeah. she's it's it's on point. There's not like a single page where you feel like you know there's wasted space. Right. Um, you know, in terms of illustrations, there's it's so so colorful. Every single book is is filled 
with color uh, kind of reminds me of uh, Peter H. Reynolds. Yeah. Uh, the way that he, he does sky color in, right. in those books, the dot. Um, those are similar those vibe are too of just like, that. this is art yeah. and just let art guide you L- through let your art life. Be art. Yeah. yeah. Let art be art. And, and if it's, you know, if it's for you, let it be for you. If it's yeah. not for you, let it be for somebody else. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like don't be, you know, it, it doesn't judge itself. It does a good job of just being what it is. Yep. And uh, yeah, I, I'm glad we checked this person out. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm very uh, speak very highly of her. Yeah, this this was a great one. Um, and and again, I'm glad we got a, a reading list off of it as well. A, a future <laughs> yes. episode will basically be yeah. dedicated to this episode. But everyone should go check out the works of Juji Morales. They are uh, truly a delight. But especially especially Nino wrestles the world. Buy it. Put it on your bookshelf. It rules. It it is unequivocally. Put it on your coffee table. So <laughs> on other your people coffee will table. It. Absolutely. It's like seriously one of my favorite uh, uh, <laughs> children's books, picture books we've we've read uh, outside of the like very poignant ones. There's nothing poignant. Well, there's a little bit of poignancy, I guess, then you no, But in general, <laughs> not it's really. just Come mostly on. a, it's a, just an awesome luchador. We love rip roar in good times. Yeah. If you have book suggestions out there, send them to just dad's reading books yeah. at gmail.com. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, we 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 love books that are just a good time. Like, <laughs> Timmy Failure is like the the freaking headlining series on this on this show, and it's because that guy's having a great yeah. time. Man, uh, speaking so. of having a good just a good time, <laughs> next week's episode yeah, is Watership time. Down. <laughs> Tune in Oops. so that you can. Hear- <laughs> 